This podcast replay is brought to you by EJDConstruction.com. Call Eric at EJD Construction at 305-433-4843. They do it all, residential or commercial. EJDConstruction.com is the custom home builder and general contractor you can trust. 305-433-4843. Ah, yes, we're back, we're back, we're back. And there he is, locked and loaded. And Brad, all right, all right. What, what, what are you looking at? My shirt? And Greta. Uh, last event. night. Last fun night. Fact about, fun fact about Aldo Nova, by the way, born and raised, born in Montreal. No, where he was raised was born in Montreal, my hometown. Ah, okay. He's Canadian, eh? All right. Is, is he one of those guys? Did he make it into the Canadian Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Less than no clue. Okay. All right. I'm not familiar with the Canadian who's in there. I would assume Russia's in there. Sarah McLaughlin, Alanis Morissette, I would hope's in there. Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Celine Dion. April Wine. April Wine, also from Montreal. Um, Chili it, West, it, I can't is, imagine. Would is be in the is April Wine in there? They got to be, right? I would I would imagine, yeah. I love April Wine. Uh, uh, Neil Young, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. There's a couple Canadians, eh? They, they actually can play some music. They're, at, they're actually more famous for, for comedians. Whole Tri- bunch of comedians. Triumph. There you go. Uh, Lay it on the line. Great song. Love that song. No, I love that. I love that band. Period, bro. God. Uh, have you ever heard um, Young Enough to Cry from Triumph? It's my favorite song. It's sung by the drummer. Okay. okay, the drummer was kind of the lead of the band, actually. I don't know if you know that. He was kind of the boss. In fact, him and Rick Emmett have had a falling out and all that kind of stuff and financial and all that. You'll never see them get back together again, which is a real shame because, you know. And by the way, what is it with Canadians and three-man bands? They're, like, pretty good at that. They, they come up with the three-man band all the time. It's pretty impressive. Well, who else outside of Rush? I mean, Rush's no Triumph was also a three-man band. No, I mean, the thing outside of Triumph and Rush. I mean, Rush is like. Um, wait a minute. Is um, uh, what's it called? These um, super uh, whatever. Uh, oh damn it! What's uh, what's this band? That's a three-man band. That's, are they Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Nickelback's uh, Canadian, but I don't think they're the three-man band. Um. Muse is Muse is it is Muse yeah, Canadian? Muse is British. Oh, they're British. Okay, yeah. I thought they were Canadian. So no, that's not, I think that's there's another three-man Canadian band that I'm forgetting, and it, it, it might be it might not be as big. Well, nobody's as big as Rush. That's that's as big as it gets. But um, you know, or Triumph. But it, there's another one that I think I'm missing. Don't know why. You're not comparing Triumph to Rush, are you? No. But Triumph is great, but oh, no, no. I don't know their material. Like I said, Rush yeah. is as big as it gets. Yeah, Rush, Rush is. Rush is up there with the greatest of all the greats. That's not that's not up for arguments or anything. Like that. But Triumph is freaking awesome, dude. Okay, oh, Rock and Roll Machine. They they have so many great songs that are. It, it, it's really a, a an excellent band. But there's, I know there's another three. Well, they're saying Hanson. That's, you know, that's Hansen's pretty good. from like Missouri or Kansas or something. They're oh, really? They're not Canadian? No. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't believe so. That would have been funny. Somebody's throwing out the guess who. They're Canadian. 
Are they a three-man band? I don't believe so. Burton Cummings. No, uh, there were several people in that like band. More, four, or five, four or five people. Randy Bachman was in that band. I think there were like four or five people. Avril, uh, Avril Levine is also a Canadian, eh? Yep. Could you stop with the A already? Jesus. Why, why, it's, you're supposed to do it automatically when you say Canadian, eh? Except, except it's, it's there's a law it goes with it, right? Isn't it? It's like saying somebody's from Cuba, coño. I mean, it's like, or somebody's from from the U.S., y'all. I mean, it's well, no, that's a certain part of the U.S. Well, the, with a the Cuban is a part, part of, with the Cuban the part a of the coño, you were you were right on target. You were good with the Cuban one, but the the, the y'all doesn't really go because it's only a certain part of of the country that says y'all, you know? And the A is only a certain part of Canada. That's the point. Oh, it is? Made. Really? What what part yes, is it? Yes. What... Uh, I believe it's like from on- Ontario. I don't think you, you, you hear BC people saying A. Okay. Oh, Loverboy, are they they're Canadian? From Vancouver, yes. Yeah, there you go. They weren't definitely not a three-man band, but they are excellent. Do yep. like I do like a little Loverboy. I got no problem with that. I, I mean, I don't know why I think we're missing one that was a... Oh, Tiny Tim, was he Canadian also? Were you tiptoeing through the tulips? Was I didn't know I that. So. I don't believe so, but I... I I'll Look up Tiny to... Tim there. Is he Canadian, Tiny Tim? That's funny if he's Canadian. <laughs> that would be funny right there. Somebody is mentioning the, the Yoko Ono Plastic Band. Were, were they Canadian? Really? Really? Oh, he was born in Manhattan, New York. (laughs) Tiny Tim from Manhattan, New York. (laughs) And spoiler alert, Boston was not from Canada either. The band Boston? No, 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 no. I think they actually are from that area, aren't they? Aren't they from from the Massachusetts area? From Boston, hence the name of the band. Yeah, exactly. And and he went to MIT and everything, Tom Schultz. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That dude made his own guitar and 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 he built his own studio and they recorded all of the albums at his house. Every one of the albums were recorded at his studio in his house. Nice. Yeah, yeah, pretty smart dude. There's no doubt. Yeah. They're throwing Nickelback on you guys. Do you, they're, do you... from Cal- they're from Calgary, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, apologies there. I'm sorry that you have to... Talk about polarizing band. Holy moly. I know, I know. And by the way, I'm guilty. I kind of like Nickelback, so they got so, some. They got a couple of good songs, and they have also have a very generic sound. I know they have a generic sound, but they do have a couple good songs. They actually do make a couple songs that I do like. I gotta say, uh, I can't. Uh, by the way, are you uh, on the bandwagon of calling uh, Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel a liar? Because it's like, uh, here we go. Here's Scott Zolak. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I know. And then the other uh, former uh, backup Green Bay, uh, I mean, uh, Patriot uh, quarterback, I forgot the guy's name. Zolak. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. Um, The other one. There's another one. I forgot. But they're all throwing out that Brady to Miami. Brady already told you he's not coming. And uh, see, here's my problem with all of this. Greer and McDaniel really haven't been liars to, to the media or to the fan base. It's you can't control some of the people around you. You know, like in the past, whether it's the owner or the head coach or whatever, um, it, it's basically you're you're calling those guys like flat out liars when they've been telling you from the first moment of the off season that they're committed to Tua, and yet it doesn't stop. I don't get it. I really don't understand it, Alan. 
No, here's the thing though. If you look at the story with the, the Zolak comment, it's basically just saying what, what Rich Eisen said. Uh, there's nothing, doesn't sound like there's anything new from his, from his end where he got any sort of inside info. Look, something happens to two in August or September. Yeah, sure, sure Sal can see the Dolphins picking up the phone and say, hey, Tom, you're interested. But in the in the meantime, no, yeah, I'm with I'm with you. I'm not I'm not I'm not buying that. Yeah, I I don't think they're exploring anything right now. I think what they're exploring is in trying to improve this team. And uh, your thoughts on on uh, the Chubb thing is that just step one of many to uh, start to clear up space? Correct. It seemed like a no brainer. Yeah, the only issue there is you're you're kind of creating cap issues. You're moving cap. You're pushing cap issues down the road. Uh, but right now they're in a situation where they they made a big push last year, this year, maybe for even next year to have like a got a guys of key core guys to make a big run. Right. Well, from that standpoint, so now they got to deal with okay, now we got to create this cap space to be able to put together a team because it's not just it's not just getting under the cap. They have to create space to where they will have room under the cap because they got to resign. Right now they have a I believe I saw this morning forty three players on the contract. Yes, forty-three. That's I'm, I'm no math no math genius. That means you but need ten like, to get to fifty-three. Yeah, that's that's less than nine than ninety. I mean, that's less than half than ninety. Um, and you don't have a single running back under contract, so that's going to have to be addressed. So they need to create space, not just get down to the cap. And you look at certain of the contracts that scream that's an easy restructure to push stuff down the road. Tyreek Hill's one, Bradley Chubb was another one. Right. Yeah, and I would imagine Teron Armstead's going to be another one that they're that they may explore and uh, and try to open up some space. How big of a, of a player do you think they'll be in free agency? One, two, or three free agents? And I'm talking about players that are not on this team, not guys that are free agents on your own team. Well, yeah. I mean, unless they bring back everybody, again, they're at 43 players, so they're going to be signing players. If the question is how many – Splash free agent signings yes. they make. Yes, that, that that would be pretty low. I think, I think three might be like. I don't want to say Teron Armstead because Teron Armstead's a whale uh, to that level. Um, like, will, even will they get a whale? Will they get a Jordan Poyer? Will they get? Uh, um, uh, Not I, a whale I, level. I mean, Teron Armstead was like what a uh, seventeen million a year or something like that. I don't think they're getting a player like that. Um, I'm not seeing that. I think they may get maybe room for one 10 million a year plus guy, but I could see maybe more so five or six more reasonably priced guys. And Jordan Poirier's thing is going to come down to what the market is for him. He's a hell of a player, but he's 32. And safeties um, don't get paid that much money. Don't get paid. And, and okay. by all accounts, it's a great year for safeties in the draft. Um, it's the same thing with tight ends. I mean, it's it's everybody talks about how nuts the tight end class is in this draft. Nuts as in great. Right. It's so, weak. It's weak in free agency. Yeah. Well, it's got you. If you can make Gesicki, Dalton Schultz, not a bad player. Um, those are the two who jump off the top of my head. Ingram got tagged, so he's he's off the market. Yeah. But no, I, I can't see them making a. I don't expect like the whale and maybe one, like se, let's put it semi whale. How's that for a term? Okay. Yeah. No, that's. Uh, I I would consider Jordan Poyer a semi whale. Right. That, that Poyer, would that. Poyer, 
Bobby Wagner's a semi-whale. If they trade for Jalen Ramsey, that would be a whale. The problem with Jalen Ramsey now, the, la the latest that I saw with him is part of the issue is he wants a new contract. Yeah, they're he's not trading for Jalen Ramsey. Kind of a pain in the ass, yeah. if we're going to be honest. Yes. I mean, he's a little bit of a prima donna, uh, hell of a player, but I don't know. Like, if I rank him Wagner, Poyer, or Ramsey, I have Ramsey three. Yeah, I, I have no interest. I actually have zero interest in Ramsey because it's a big salary and you have to give up compensation. Uh, I'm going to go get guys that I don't have to give up compensation because the 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 few picks you have, you you need to use those picks. You you need to you you need to find something there. You can't just be trading away your picks also and cap space at the same time. So for me, I'd rather I I, I really like Poyer and Wagner as my free agent, you know, dips. Because I think, it, 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 I think this guy needs, in order for his defense to work, he's going to need another elite cover safety, and he definitely needs a linebacker in the middle that can, you know, he needs an eraser in the middle. And Hell, if he, la if he lands those two, I think I'd be, I'd be fine with nothing but like minimum salary, free right. agent, or close to it. To, and, to and, and bring back most of the, your guys, yeah. Correct. Right. Yes. None of them. None of them are going to break the bank. The bank, because that's why there was never any thought the Dolphins would franchise tag any of their pending UFAs. Right. Yeah. 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 No, none of them deserve to be, right. you know, um, um, what's it called, uh, tagged. Well, um, we had Robert Jones on earlier on the show, and uh, he was terrific. Um, how do you think they're going to handle the offensive line? Do you think they'll go and find a free agent for the guard spot? Left guard, that is, because obviously the right guard is solved with Hunt. Or do you think they're going to allow Eichenberg and others like like Robert Jones to battle out for that spot? I don't think it's a high priority. I really don't. Uh, and I know I keep hearing right tackle. This is a spot. It wouldn't. And again, with same with running back. I wouldn't be shocked if they. Obviously, Jackson's under contract. He's going to come back. Wouldn't be shocked if they brought back Brandon Shell. Um, Brandon Shell goes on the market. Is he a slam dunk guy to, to, to be signed by a team as a starter? I don't think so. He may look at the Dolphins situation and look at what they have and say, I'm going to come back there. I'm beating out Austin Jackson. So, and then for the Dolphins, you got the security blanket with Shell, and you can give Jackson another look because the Dolphin coaches were talking about how promising he looked. And we, the truth is we don't know because we didn't see him practice, and he barely played because he got hurt pretty quickly, you know, both early in the season and when he come back. So I I, I kind of be, be surprised if um, there was a big splash signing. I know Mike McGlinchey said yesterday uh, in a radio interview in San Francisco that based on the scuttlebutt you heard at the Combine, he's expecting to sign pretty quickly. John Lynch said last week, don't see a way we can keep him. And, of course, you do the connection – to Mike McDaniel, and is it somebody who logically is going to come to Miami? But as I indicated in a story I wrote today, updating our free agent tracker, which will be updated again uh, not too long after I wrap up with you here. Um, there's also there's a plenty of 49er hooks around the NFL, including Rand Carthon, who's now the GM in Tennessee, and Tennessee's O-line badly needs help. And then there's a hookup connection in Houston with D'Amico Ryans as a new head coach. And that O-line's a complete mess, except for our good friend Laramie Tunsil at left tackle. Okay. Um, when uh, you look at um, 
uh, the quarterback situation. We've talked about this many times. Where are you at now that we're getting close to free agency? Um, we all know, those of us with common sense, two is the guy. They're not looking for a number one guy. But they are going to look for, McDaniel said, that, 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 um, that um, Skyler's not going to go uh, uh, unchallenged. Where will, that, where will that challenge come from? Will it come from the draft or will it come from free agency? What's your gut tell you there? It makes zero sense if the idea, again, unless they do what we talked about Monday, which is take the big shot with Hendon Hooker if he slides. Right. It makes zero sense to draft another young developmental quarterback to challenge what you have, which is a young developmental quarterback. So the, to me, it's a no-brainer. You go for a veteran who is – a good fit in terms of durability, in terms of mindset, where this is not somebody who's going to come in and hoping he's going to start somebody who's comfortable with being a backup, Andy Dalton, Joe Flacco. Uh, we can throw out Gardner Minshew, but uh, folks in Philly I know aren't necessarily that high on him. Uh, I heard Marcus Mariota thrown out. No, no, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. Ew. Outside of that, I heard somebody, Jameis Winston, mention, and no thank you either, because you need the offense is based on quick decision, getting rid of the ball quickly, and I don't really think that's Jameis Winston's forte, number one. And number two, I kind of have the feeling that he may be looking for someplace where he has at least a shot to start. Um, without looking at the list again, I think those are the two guys. For some, I, I keep going back to those two guys who, to me um, – wouldn't even throw out the pot. Wouldn't even rule out the possibility of Jacoby Brissett. Uh, uh, Jabroni. He's another one who maybe maybe doesn't process quickly, but he's a good guy. He's a good locker. He's a well, good locker room guy, yeah. and he'll be he'll be okay, understanding his role. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, the only thing is, I don't know if he really fits there. Uh, by the way, we were just. I was just reminded. Saga is a Canadian band. Uh, uh, on the loose. Yeah, that's right. Tonight we're on the yeah, loose. That's a, that's a great song. That's a great song. Uh, and actually, that album is pretty good. Uh, the band is also from Canada. I did not know that. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, somebody is asking question for you. What was the first CD you bought with your own money? My, if I had to guess, because it's been a long time, this was something I had as a as a record. And as a <laughs> Sean's track. making fun of you, he says that would be a tape or an eight track. Oh, no, no. The first thing I bought was 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 a 45, actually. Yeah, me too. Uh, first CD, probably Super Tramp Crime of the Century. Wow. OK. Mm -hmm. All right. And by the way, they are Canadian, too, right? They're British. Oh, they're British. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Hodgins is British. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He is British. I did see them once. But just just him. I didn't get to see the, the the Super Tramp band. You saw him at Hard Rock Stadium, and he played like I don't know five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw him at Jerry Park in 1979 Ooh. when the Expos used to play. Wow, it was a great and concert. That, was that that was Breakfast in America? Breakfast in America. Yep. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. You know, a lot of people don't. Don't figure that the album cover is an airplane window looking out into New York City. A great, a great cover. 
Right. A lot of you, like, you, you, what is this? And then you're, like, looking, oh, yeah, she's supposed to be a statue. Okay, but what is it? And then, it's you know, you, you don't realize you're actually looking out an airplane window at New York City, but in there in the way that they uh, they formed it. So, yeah, it's uh, it's actually pretty cool. All right, what do you got going on uh, on Sports Illustrated so folks can check you out, my friend? Well, as I mentioned, I got the uh, free agency tracker that mm-hmm. I keep updating. Um, I did, whatchamacallit, I was at the Mike Pouncey press conference today for his official contract signing and, the, and retirement uh, and all sorts of other good – I yep, can't speak anymore. Take two. Other goodies on the site. There you go. He's uh, he's printing articles like uh, the U.S. prints money. So there's a lot of articles coming out. Follow him on Twitter at Poopart NFL. Alan, as always, thank you, my friend. Appreciate you immensely. You got it. Have a great weekend. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. And EJD Construction, you call my guy Eric. And listen, whatever it is you've got in your little mind that you want to create for your home, custom home construction, major home remodeling, EJD Construction can handle it. 305-433-4843. Fully insured. Liability. And and uh, what's it called? The workers' comp. So you're not going to get sued. And whatever project you want to do, they got it. It's not a handyman thing. We're talking about, like, you need to redo your roof. You need to upgrade your roof to make sure that you uh, pass uh, the inspection for your new policy for for hurricane insurance because if you don't have your roof upgraded nowadays and your roof is older than 20 years, you're not going to get that new policy. And in South Florida, you need hurricane insurance, okay? So call them, EJD Construction. You want to build a second floor. You want to build a new room. Whatever it is that your your mind is thinking that you need, okay? We have a listener that had to remediate their entire home because it, it, it got on fire. So they have to gut it all out and restart, and they can do that too. So you name it. Whatever it is that you need, you got to modernize that kitchen. EJD Construction, 305-433-4843.